Okay. Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is, well, you asked, part one. <laughs> it's our new series. It's our new series where we give, um, I was going to say unsolicited advice, but it is solicited. <laughs> you asked. Yeah, we give outrageous advice to your specific questions um, anonymously. Yes. <laughs> well, we're not anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? Nobody um, knows. Yeah, it's... Um, Good advice from bad people or bad <laughs> advice from good people really depends which way you look at it. It's probably not the answer you were looking for, but it's the answer you're going to get. That's Absolutely. a good, that that is our tagline. It's probably. <laughs> Where we provide the answer you're not looking, looking for. for. But, yeah. Oh, I like that, yeah, that okay. you're going to get. Yeah. Perfect. Round two, it's going to be false. Yes. So we have, uh, as people listening would know, we have question answers every 10 episodes mm-hmm. on the, the zeros. Yeah. The tens. So 10, 20, 30, 40. <laughs> Keep counting. I'm really curious. That's as high as I can go. (laughs) Um, So we, I know this isn't on like a a five, Mm -hmm. but we're going to start doing Well You Asked. Yes. Um, every 10 episodes on the five, so yeah. 85, 95, but this is like, I don't know, 87 or something, yeah. but you know what? A little we're, test run. We're, yeah, we're just keeping it fresh. <laughs> <laughs> the reason we wanted to do this is because um, we ask quite often for you all listening to feel free to send in topic ideas uh, to us, um, specifically to our Instagram DMs. You can follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. And we read all of those, but unfortunately, a lot of the things that you all send us are very specific and maybe not a wide enough question for us to make a whole episode out of them, meaning it's not like a super general topic. It's it's just like a really specific question. And so we didn't really have a place for those on this podcast, and it wasn't because we didn't want to answer them, but just because... Um, we can ramble, but I don't know for an hour on one really specific thing. Yeah, and like we do, especially when we're asking for questions for mm-hmm. question and answer, we do get a lot of quick questions, even though we, yeah. as you know, can't answer a question quickly, <laughs> even if it's short. <laughs> um But we do get more kind of long questions, yeah. and we try to loop some of those yes. questions into our topics. Yeah. You know, we are like, people are asking about this. We're going to talk about that indirectly. Yes. And now we're, you're getting direct nonsense <laughs> right from the cow's ass. <laughs> and I do want to mention, speaking of what Sean said, there are 86 other episodes out there with fairly g- generic, like general umbrella topics. Um, and a lot of the questions that you all ask us have to do with things that we've already talked about. So make sure to go check out those other episodes because um they i was gonna say they're really good i don't know about that but they might have some answers that you're looking for (laughs) or what you're not looking for but you got it exactly (laughs) and so we did get a lot of like great specific questions we're gonna screenshot them and put them in a folder so that every 10 episodes on Mm -hmm. the five but not today (laughs) (laughs) um we can draw from those so keep them coming fire away Yes. Keep keep DMing us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast, and we will make a note of those and uh, try and get to as many questions as we can. But as you know, it's been four minutes already, and we haven't really talked about anything at all. So it's going to be a struggle to squeeze in more than a few. <laughs> Brie was like, we could do four or five. I was like, I give us... 
two to three tops. <laughs> We've had like 40 messages sent already. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, good luck to us. Wherever you're listening before we get started, make sure to subscribe or follow. It really helps us out, um, specifically on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. If you leave us a review, five stars only, we will love you forever. Um, and we... Um, won't drive to your house and scream at you when you leave us a one-star review. So that's a bonus. Um, somebody's review I was reading the other day, was they were from the Netherlands, and it was like their top, the topic of the review was mm-hmm. gay garbage. <laughs> and then the review was like, all they talk about on this podcast is garbage, but it's not about what a podcast says but about how they make you feel and it was five stars and I have (laughs) never in my life related to something I love that yeah that's actually a great description (laughs) we're gonna rebrand as gay garbage (laughs) we don't talk about much but But, if it makes you smile wherever you're listening then that's great all right so let's I don't know if this episode will make you smile might give you gas but (laughs) (laughs) what episode doesn't We'll see how it goes. So, as Sean mentioned earlier, these are going to be anonymous, so we can see who sent them in, but we, you have our word that we will not uh, disclose. I was thinking, I don't know, maybe people can say, um, like, do we... Some of them have, like, locations and, like, things yeah. like that. Do we make that more... I don't think so. Like, the, if somebody's in Australia, what's the chance that the <laughs> other person in Australia? Okay, is yeah, gonna fuck know. Me. You know, like you'd have to be quite the detective. <laughs> a gay girl in Australia. Yeah, it was like I went to a coffee shop. All the walls were blue. I had dark brown hair. It was in Wales. Like <laughs> that could maybe. <laughs> oh wow, you're a good detective. Honestly, Sean is a good detective. Yeah. Like, you're very good with that with, like, social media and stuff, finding people. That's the thing is when people leave a one-star review, like, you don't get it. I will find you. <laughs> I will hunt you down. Yeah. Sean's currently learning how to hack the software to find out where those reviews are coming from. All right. So, the first one is, hi, Bree and Sean. I still live at home while I'm finishing up school. I'm 21. And it's been getting more difficult to be here being gay. My family is not supportive, and the more time that passes since I came out in 2017, the more tension seemed to build, which sometimes leads to screaming matches in the kitchen. Everyone always says it gets better, and I know it will, but that doesn't help me right now. So what can I do for myself that allows me to stay positive and keep learning more about myself without raising tension? I feel like I'm putting my life on hold until I move out, and it just feels like wasted time. Wow, that's a good one. That, right? Like, not good. In a gr- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> See you around the game, bud. Yeah, um, bad advice. Um, <laughs> also, I will say, like, s- the kitchen is prime screaming territory. Totally. That's where all good fighting matches in my house has Absolutely, gone down. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, that's a really hard one. Like, 21 is a really tough time because yeah. I feel like it... Like, the time that I was, like, probably 18 to 22, mm-hmm. I was the most informed about my being. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all in great ways, but yeah. <laughs> I think that's when I did the most growth. So, like, having kind of that weight, feeling like it's stunting your growth yeah. of your family, um, ruining your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, not great. <laughs> so I do understand that. Yeah. Um, Honestly, like... 
when I was 21, I was out and my family was accepting. So I can't relate on that specific thing. But mm-hmm. when I was younger and when I was like 18, I wasn't out and yeah. I felt like my family wasn't going to be supportive. Um, and a big thing for me was like, honestly, like as lame as it is, like, little escapes like hopefully this podcast is for some people um but like movies like I remember like watching like gay movies Mm -hmm. and they were hard to find back then (laughs) like almost 10 years ago um but like just feeling that there were other people having those you know valid same issues as me was like a really good escape for me Mm -hmm. but I guess it's also hard to just constantly escape yeah so (laughs) I think for me it's like just start trying to think of it as, like, those four walls of your house, if you will. Like, you get to be you the second you leave that door. And you're still you when you are in your home, but don't put it on yourself or feel guilty about kind of restricting who you are for both your safety and your sanity, because... I don't think that there's anything wrong when you're in an uncomfortable, tense environment of kind of um, limiting your expression. I mean, it sucks for you, but you're also allowed to do that. Like, you don't have to be constantly um, creating that tension in a sense of if that's not what you want, right? Like, it's okay to just go home and, as Sean said head into your room and just watch a movie and not bring it up. And I think that's something important to say right now because... With everything happening in the world, a lot of people feel like it's their responsibility to constantly be standing up for the LGBTQ plus community and themselves and kind of um, reteach people um, how to be. But when you're in a scenario that your safety and your home life and your mental health relies on your space being calm, um, don't feel the pressure to do that. There'll be other time for that in your life, you know, Um, when you get to leave that house and have your own safe space. Yeah. Um, But with that said, I think that a great escape outside of your home, you know, trying to find a friend group that you can go meet up with and hang out with that's also LGBTQ plus and respects your boundaries. Um, don't feel embarrassed that you can't necessarily have them over or include them in your family life. Most people that are LGBTQ plus will understand that because we've all been through it to some capacity. Yeah. Um, so finding um, people outside of your family to be able to go and be your complete self with or, you know, dating someone, but just being really communicative about the fact that I'm not ready to um, bring you around my family. A a lot of people will understand that, especially at 21. Um, Don't feel pressured to do anything that you're not comfortable with doing. And um, great things online. Like, honestly, for me, an escape, I've talked about it before, was like Tumblr. But finding like a group online that understands you, uh, that you can chat with about your struggles, uh, whether it's, you know, finding people on Instagram or through this podcast page, I think would be really helpful. Okay. I was like, she's going to fucking say TikTok. I was like, she's (laughs) going to do it. (laughs) Okay. I love TikTok. I held myself back on that. Yeah. But yeah, I think just knowing that you are you. Just because you can't show it right now in front of your direct family does not mean that you're any less you. Yeah. Um, you're just doing it for your own mental health and finding other outlets for you to be able to express yourself, I think. And also keep in mind you're super young. Yeah. You're super oh my young. God, you're a lot of people think like, oh, I'm I'm 21, like 
I'm, you know, stunting my ability to be myself or grow. And I totally, that's a valid feeling. And I respect that, but also know that there are so many people that aren't even at the place where they're thinking about that at 21. They, they still don't even know who they are or what they want to stand up for. Exactly. A lot of people like don't even allow themselves to have the curiosity to find out that they are gay Mm -hmm. until they're like 40. So you're ahead in some, in some ways. Totally. (laughs) Um, I also think that like it's, it gets better. It's like, a great notion, but it mm-hmm. can be really frustrating because, totally. like you said, like, how does that fucking help me in the moment? Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Super valid, yeah. 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 Also, like, this is a weird fucking yep. anomaly of a time. We mm-hmm. talked about it before when he started talking about Lil Miss Rona. Mm-hmm. Um, like, people are more than ever being forced back into their houses where they feel unsafe or inauthentic Mm -hmm. or, you know, and, like, you can't even go do the things that you regularly would to have an escape. You can't go to a movie theater. You can't go, like, just out to a fucking water park or, like, something for simple enjoyment. So it, it, I'm sure, feels very heavy and, like, it is a heavy time. (laughs) So just, like, try to keep in mind that, like, the world is shitting on you right now. (laughs) (laughs) The world, it does suck. You're valid in feeling like it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But um, there are people that will support you Mm -hmm. and we always talk about it. Like, yes, your family doesn't support you, but your gay chosen family will. Yeah. So hopefully those people are in your life but you don't know it or you will find them soon because you will get the support that you are currently missing (laughs) totally and to sum that up i don't know if you're like a visual person or a creative person but something that helped me when i was like at home or not out was um like this sounds weird but like almost like fantasizing or like daydreaming about like when it won't be like that um, and I've talked about on this podcast how it started kind of with the L word and I was like obsessed with the idea of like having a group of gay friends and all these things and that seems so far off to me at the time but I still would like kind of dream about it because I'd see it on shows like the L word and the fact that that was even a possibility was enough for me like when I would be falling asleep at night I'd like think about it and be like I hope I dream about that tonight or I'd write it down like write down like a a short story or maybe like write a short film of like what you would actually prefer your life to be right now. And that can be like a really like cool creative way to like, even if you don't end up actually doing anything with it, um, it just like puts you in that happy space of like what it could be. And then um, something I will say to that with the it's it gets better. A lot of those things that I did write about or like daydream about when I was younger have now actually happened for me. So I call that whether it's manifesting or whatever it is, it did get better for me. And a lot of those things that seemed fo- so far off did happen. Yeah. Um, so know that those things can come true. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. On to the next one. On see, we are so fast. That was only that was... ten minutes <laughs> for one question. <laughs> In all honesty, faster than I thought we would move. <laughs> Honestly, incredible. When I first got here today, Sean was like, "So we'll do like one question an episode." I was like, "Oh my god!" Honestly, we could, bitch. We, we could. could. We can stretch we... out anything. Yeah, like the topic could be like, "What was that?" <laughs> like the arm, the arm fingers. <laughs> 
<laughs> I still think about that. Wait, fingers for arms. I like fingers. go to the grocery store and like something's like really far up, and I'm like I'm tall, and I'm like, well, if only I had you know arms for <laughs> fingers, finger length, or arm length fingers, I could snatch that right off. Oh my God. <laughs> for those of you that haven't listened to our, all our episodes, um... sorry for you not understanding this iconic reference. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. I had a crush on my best friend and she would never admit that she liked me back verbally, but she would always do things like hold my hand or offer to kiss me. We got into a fight and now she's been ignoring me for three months. Apparently, she might be in a long distance relationship. I really miss her and I just don't know what to do because our fight wasn't even that bad and I don't know why she's been ignoring me for this long. I've tried to reach out, but she just ignores my texts. I just want to be friends again. Oh, That's okay. A tough this, one. this is the first hard advice. Honestly, I'm going to just deal it right out. You just need to stop, stop texting her and move on. Agreed. I also like, fuck, this is hard because, like, bad advice. It could be bad advice, I don't but know. you know, we're going to give it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I have, like, almost been that person. Yeah. Not the one, not the, I've been the friend that okay. pieced out. Okay. Um, And, like, sometimes it's just, like, it's the same thing as ghosting. Like, you're getting friend ghosted. Yeah. And that person, without saying anything, mm-hmm. is saying a lot. Yeah, 100%. That's how I feel about it. Like, if they value, valued your friendship the same way that you do. Yeah. Not saying that they shouldn't. Like, I'm a shit person. This person kind of sounds like a shit person. Too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> me just dragging this stranger. <laughs> um, if they valued your friendship the same way that you do, they mm-hmm. would put the effort in. And them, um, them teasing, holding hands, and offering yeah. to kiss you is like even worse like that's just like that's just toying with your emotions right. when it was convenient for them and yeah. now that they you know have, have to maybe. answer to it they're like gotta go okay i'm gonna say something from the other side though okay okay um my thought on the whole like not verbally saying things but like the holding hands and the kissing yeah is that maybe they just weren't ready to say or, like, acknowledge that their sexuality might be something. Right. Right? So, like, I remember when I was younger, like, or it, it doesn't have to do with age, but this is just for me and my life specifically, you know, like, making out with girls that were my friends and stuff like that. And, like, I wasn't ready to, not only was I not ready to tell them. You weren't ready to tell yourself. I wasn't ready to acknowledge to myself that yeah. I could be anything other than straight. So, like, for me, I... Under, I think from your point of view, that's really shitty, especially if you are being um, open with her and comfortable enough about your sexuality to say that you are into her and she's not reciprocating, but then physically she's reciprocating. In all fairness, I hadn't attached any sexuality to this friend. In my mind, right. I thought they were a lesbian friend. That, I guess, is uh, a key. Right. Well, that's the thing. We, we don't go. know. We don't know. This is like, why if I she was a lesbian friend, then she was just fucking toying with you. But if True. she didn't identify, if she was bi or something, yeah. then like. Who knows? Then there's all the you're Maybe she didn't totally identify right there's, at all. Exactly. Yeah. There is confusion. Exactly. We need details. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but the thing is, agreed. So it could go both ways. Whereas if this person was out and I identifying but said I want to be your friend, but then I still like want to kiss you and stuff, then that's agreed. Shit garbage. That's, yeah. That's shitty because they know how you feel, and then they're kind of toying with that. 
So then that's shitty, which brings it back to either way. I see it going either two ways. One way is that they are out and comfortable and they just wanted to be your friend, but they were going to like hook up with you and hold your hand or whatever every once again. Then why do you want to be friends with that person anyways? Also, I'm going to just call it out. I think you're lying to yourself that you just want to be friends again. You clearly like this person. Yeah. Okay. We've got a liar on our hands, folks. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> all jokes, all jokes. The other side of it is, is that she wasn't identifying in a way that maybe like made sense with your gender identity and their gender identity and has now moved on to this potential long distance relationship that you know about. Because they don't want to. And have to deal with it. And they don't have to deal it's with easier it. easier to just cut you out because you were the connection to yes. the confusing sexuality. So if right. they don't talk to you, they don't talk to that part of their brain. Absolutely. <laughs> or. Ooh, layers. Or maybe they have moved on with something that makes sense with their sexuality and they told that person that you were their kind of previous hookup and that person is uncomfortable due to the long distance situation with them hanging out with you solo because they're either jealous or they're worried that that's going to continue happening. Agreed. So there are three potential, Mm -hmm. there are many more, but we've narrowed down three (laughs) possibilities, but they are all connected, spun together with a thread of them being a shitty communicator. Yes. And why would you want to be friends with somebody that doesn't communicate? Also, like, they should respect you if like as a friend Mm. anything enough to tell you either of those like three things in a way or like give you some Mm -hmm. some unless they just don't they don't want to be your friend anymore and then in that case that's a very hard thing to communicate yeah like hi i actually i have no reason i just actually don't want to talk to you anymore that's hard for them to do so you kind of have to listen to their silence right yeah because i think we've all kind of been in those situations before we're like i don't want to be a complete asshole right now but I also just, like, I'm not into hanging out with you anymore. Yeah. It's hard for me because I I feel like I'm really blunt. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so if somebody asks me, I will tell them. Right. And that also necessarily isn't yes. always the best thing. Right. A hundred percent. I agree with that. So I'm very sorry that you're in that situation because it's a that sounds shitty tough. thing to be in. I think you just need to give up, honestly. If they end up messaging you back like then maybe open that door again but at this point like if you've tried numerous times you also need to respect the fact that they're not responding like they don't have bad service they just don't want to hang out yeah also it's corona they're not out they're not they're not doing things Um, maybe they have the corona hey gabers today's episode is sponsored by rosetta stone rosetta stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason they are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Can Explain podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. <laughs> okay, next question. I came out to my parents a little over a year ago as bisexual, even though I'm sure I am a lesbian. I just wanted them to think that there's still a chance of me getting with a guy and I thought they would take it better. And they really didn't take it well. Although they haven't brought it up again since that night. And before I leave for college in a year, I want an open and honest relationship with them because we don't have one at all right now. Should I talk to them? And if so, how should I do it? Well, you can relate because we have spoken on this podcast so many times that Mm -hmm. like being bisexual isn't. Yeah. A stepping stone. Yeah. I know that that is like a stereotype that people mm-hmm. put on it, that yeah. it's just a stepping stone to gay. Totally. It isn't. It is a very valid sexuality. Yeah. However, I mm-hmm. think this is a perfect explanation of it and yeah. like a very relatable situation because you went through the same thing. Yeah. A lot of people use it for uh, like uh, uh, to diffuse the blow. Yes. You know? 100%. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Because... Unfortunately, I think, and I've spoken about this on this podcast before, I utilized the fact that... The hope. The hope. The hope. The hope. Yeah. So when the I told... Them, hope. Exactly. Yeah. I told my... When I told my parents or, like, anyone in my life, it was, like, always followed up with, like, oh, I'm bisexual, or, like, oh, I'm into girls, but I'll, prob- I'll probably marry a guy. I'll probably be into a guy. I mean, like, I just, but like, if I didn't, wouldn't that be weird? But I will, but, but I will. how but, do we... <laughs> yeah, how are we, how are we dealing with yeah. that? And it feels, like, less of an absolute, yeah. even though bisexuality is an absolute, to a lot of people that are outside of the community, it feels like I was almost preying on the notion that a lot of people might assume that it was a phase for me if I said that, and that is not accurate at all for anyone of any sexuality but i was hoping that they would not react as harshly or take it as seriously and i could kind of just like quickly slip that in and then they'd maybe forget about it so i identified as bisexual full well knowing i was not bisexual for a couple of years and i don't know if this is 
advice that's going to work for you. But honestly, I never actually individually corrected myself to anybody. I just started identifying publicly women. as lesbian <laughs> and only dating women and like publicly like if I met new people or if I talked to new people about it then I would identify as lesbian. That said, I think that I had it easier in the sense that because I have a public persona online identifying as a lesbian, all those people that I didn't have to individually talk to and re kind of come out just saw that I started saying in my videos that I was a lesbian. So like for them, it's like they're going to catch up just because like any Instagram caption or video is going to mention that. I never talked about being bisexual. Um, Whereas I can see being in a scenario that if you're not, like publicly bringing it up or talking about it, it would be frustrating if they continued to refer to you as bisexual yeah. and not a lesbian. You also had support oh, in yeah. the bisexuality a hundred percent phase. A hundred percent. Not a phase, but phase for you. Yes, exactly. Like <laughs> so for me, I think it that went is a well. big difference as well. I think if you come out as anything and it goes well, then if later on in your life, whether you knew it at that time or not, if later on in your life, if you kind of adjust your label, if you will, because you find one that works better for you or you, uh, you know, identify with a different label because to you, sexuality is fluid, whatever way you want to say it. Um, I think that that first experience it makes it easier to like then correct people because it's like oh if they didn't care at all about the first yeah then like why should they care about this um so it was like almost like a test for me (laughs) and the test went well for me but for you it sounds like it didn't so i can see why it would almost feel like if they didn't like this and if i take that hope away of me being with a guy it's going to be even worse yeah what i say to that is honestly Sometimes it takes people a long time to come around. They might be, they might have initially took it bad. By the sounds of your message, I obviously don't know your situation. By the sounds of their message, now you just haven't talked about it at all for a year. So it's not like they're berating you on like it being a bad thing. Yeah. Um, or like causing you any like pressure or stress in the sense otherwise of just it not being spoken about at all. But sometimes, weirdly enough, that can be like a good thing because they're clearly not angry enough about it to like like our previous uh, ask. Kitchen fighter. Kitchen yeah. fighter. <laughs> They're not fighting you in the kitchen about it. So yeah. sometimes the initial reaction can kind of be like, like, cause they're afraid. And then now they've had a chance to see you over the last year and a half, couple of years where you, um, you know, you're the same person to them. So maybe the next conversation might even be easier. Yeah. And in the same way that you almost, use it to diffuse the blow because there's the hetero hope. Yeah. It also has to balance it. Yeah. The the lesbian low. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like they haven't had to address that in yeah. their own mind. And I think like like you said <laughs> that you are <laughs> you are leaving to school as well. Yes. So, you know, maybe if you do tell them before you go to school, like that could provide the separation. Mm-hmm that they need to think it over and that you need to think it over, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, you can kind of separate those two worlds for a little bit, hopefully. Because, like, I know when I moved, like, across Canada for, like, almost a year, Mm -hmm. my mom, like, was fine with me being gay. Um, But, like, we became so much closer. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole, like, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Like, I think I 
realized that I wanted more of a relationship with my mom. Yeah. So, like, that could also help that as well. Totally. Not giving you full, like, that's going to help it. But, yeah. like, you know, that that was my no, situation. I, hear that. I think space is good with that kind of stuff. It's it's hard being, discussing topics like that and then just not being able to be like, okay, I'm going to leave now and you can kind of, like, talk it over. Yeah. A big thing for me was also, like, with that separation, like... I would fight with my parents, not all the time, but, like, I would fight with my parents. But when I went away, you communicate so differently Mm -hmm. because I found that I was communicating with my parents when I wanted to. Right, yes. You know, like, I Uh was... (laughs) Instead of us... Uh, bumping into each other in the kitchen and yes. fighting, <laughs> yeah. like actually, yeah. um, I would call them when I wanted to tell them something or when I right. missed talking to them. So mm-hmm. it's like you build a different kind of relationship yeah, when when you're allowed to choose your interactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so. I think I think the big thing I would suggest asking yourself before you decide whether or not to have this conversation or not is, are you having this conversation because it's important for you that they know your label that you identify for and that's going to make you feel better and you more comfortable or are you having this conversation because you feel like you owe them that an explanation, a, an explanation. Yeah. Yeah. because if it's the latter you don't need to have this conversation exactly realistically they could go on their entire lives in their mind in their non-communication thinking, thinking bisexual yeah. and you can date and marry and be with whoever you want and obviously in your case it's going to be women and that's not going to affect it at all because that falls under the bisexual umbrella. Yeah. So if you're in a position with your parents that like maybe they're not the most communicative person people and you actually don't care and it's causing you stress at the thought of rehaving this conversation, you actually don't have to at all. Not everyone has to know your label. Like yeah. labels are only there if they are helping you feel heard or validated or better. Um but otherwise like you can just date who you want. Like, you don't have to explain yourself to everybody. Yeah, because if you're leaving that situation feeling that not letting them know that you are gay is, like, you being inauthentic yeah. and you, you're you feeling down about that, then I think you have your, your answer there. Yeah, because yeah. also, like, just the way I always spin it back around is your parents have never sat you down and told you that they're heterosexual. Yeah. They're just your parents who are married and one happens to be a man and one happens to be a woman. And you've just assumed that based on that. Yeah. So you also get to just be with and marry whoever you want and they get to assume whatever they want based on that. If it is the situation that it's making you feel uncomfortable that they might be referring to you as a different label or you feel inauthentic and not like being proud of yourself and that's something that's going to help you and make you feel that way then have that conversation and I would do it like literally like three days before you leave school. <laughs> yeah, like three minutes. Yeah, getting on the plane. Like scream it out the back window of your car while you're peeling I'm a off. Yeah. Oh my God, iconic. Yeah. I love, write it in cans on the back of your car. Just, like just married, just gay. Just, just, just a lesbian. Just women. Just women. <gasps> yes. Oh my God, yes, I make a TikTok. <laughs> Tag us. Tag us. Tag us for creative credit. All right. Well, I hope that helps. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, that sounded so cold. All right. Best of luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. Our last question for this episode. Um, I have a question. I married my soulmate who happens to be a man, but a few months after our wedding, I came out to him as gay. He knew before the wedding that I was bisexual. It's more of a situation in that I am deeply in love with him, 
but I'm 100% certain that I'm gay, but I don't want to break my vows on our marriage and I don't want to be without him. How do I proceed forward in my life without ending in a divorce? Holy shit. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'd be getting a divorce, but that's me. <laughs> I know clearly that's not what you want. Yeah. Um, and I think that people have a very different understanding, depending on who you talk to, of what marriage is and what a life partner is. Yeah. And also what your vows mean, mean to, to you. you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if your idea and your husband's idea of a marriage is more of a life partner in the sense that what I've heard is like your soulmates, like you're maybe best friends, you know, you run a household together, you pay finances together. It's like a partnership without the like romantic side of it. Yeah. For a lot of people that works, honestly, there are a lot of marriages that that is the case, gay or not. Exactly. They're just running that partnership through because it's comfortable and it works for them. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if, if you are happy enough in that scenario, whereas for other people, you know, that would, that would not be the case. Like for me, I definitely want the person I'm married to, to be, uh, you know, in line with my sexuality and, uh, it to be a romantic relationship for me, that is the goal. And it's easy for me to say, because I do take marriage seriously. I definitely would take my vows seriously, but I take marriage and vows less seriously than I take my sexuality and my authentic self. Right. Yes. It's also tough because, like, to use words like soulmate Mm -hmm. and things like that, like, you obviously have so much love for this person. So, yeah, it's it's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, you know? Like, you, you clearly know how you identify it's Mm -hmm. not like you even you you came out as gay like you know how you identify so you either like lose that marriage Mm -hmm. um i don't know there's not a but also you know it's not like losing that marriage means you necessarily will lose that person Mm -hmm. Or, like, be without them. Obviously, yeah. it would be, like, pretty shattering to yeah. the relationship you know to be true. Mm. But that doesn't... I'm not saying it will absolutely work out if you, yeah. you know, live authentically as yourself and leave this person. Yeah. But it, it could forge some sort of relationship, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you if this person is your soulmate and yeah. you have that connection and you obviously feel comfortable enough to come out as gay to this person... Yeah. Um, I was going to say, from the other side, like, this guy seems pretty damn chill. Yeah, this dude is amazing. Like, if my (laughs) wife came out to me as straight, I'd be like, okay, see ya. Like, well, that's not going to work for me. Yeah. So if he's comfortable enough with the fact that you've come out as gay and is wanting to stay married to you, then he clearly cares about you enough and your connection And you have open lines of communication. That maybe... It's not one or the other. Maybe it's, okay, we're going to be married, but we're going to have, like, an open relationship understanding. Although I'm hearing from you if vows are very important to you, I don't know how in line with open relationships you'd be in marriage. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's a scenario of you communicating and saying... Um, how can we maintain like a deep friendship or be involved in each other's life without it being like a romantic partnership? 
I don't know. Like, it's a complex one to me because it just, it's really dependent on who you ask. Like, for me, it just wouldn't work, but it, that's for you to decide and for him to decide. Like, I think having a conversation with him and saying, like, does he truly understand, like, what you mean? Does he, is he taking that seriously? Exactly. Or, like, if you sit down him down and say, listen, like, I am, I know I already said this with you before. But I'm like gay, gay. Like that's gay. not gonna change. Yeah, not like just like cute gay. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gay, I'm gay. gay. Yeah. like super not not cute gay. Yeah, just like, like full on scary gay. Scary, <laughs> scary level of gay is yeah. happening here, and like that's not gonna change. Like if he maybe thinks that like if he's more aware that that's not gonna change, then maybe he might have a a different understanding. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. I also just like, this is um, just my opinion. Once again, it might be wrong. I hate the idea of someone living their life based on being like restricted by like something like vows. Yeah. And I understand people have different beliefs and different understandings of what that means. But like, it's my personal belief that living an authentic life is more important than anything out there and I think if there is a higher power whatever that may be they would want that for you too um regardless of what you said on your wedding day yeah that's you've just also me, you've also clearly like found a, a great person to have yeah. in your life in general so like mm-hmm. that is also equally important yeah and that also like anything that happens doesn't um doesn't negate from like the love that you have for each other like that was a big thing for me when I was like dating women Mm -hmm. and then I came out and everybody was like well you were just lying and I was like well you clearly don't understand love yeah (laughs) Yeah. um you know I was never lying to those people I had a genuine Mm -hmm. connection and love for those people they're still like two of my really good friends like I have made that work Mm -hmm. (laughs) they have made that work um but there wasn't any lying on my part and like I was able to eventually you know it wasn't all smooth sailing to begin with but I was like eventually able to establish with them that I did have a love for them and I wasn't lying and I valued our time together but Mm -hmm. for me I didn't have an attraction to them so that's what I am now seeking um it was tough but we got there and Yeah. yeah And that's the thing, like, don't feel like it's going to invalidate that you had love for this person, because I feel that pain and that struggle, because I've also spoken about that on this podcast, like, having past boyfriends and, like, very much being like, I'm, I love you, like I said, I love you, the whole relationship, and, like, I look back and I still know I was not lying. Exactly, I wasn't, because I loved that person, like, they were my best friend, and, like, I wanted to be around them, like, we had a great connection, all of that was very true. Like, I, I seriously deserve an Oscar if I was, like, faking any of that. And there's, but there's, you, there comes a point in your life when that's what people don't, a lot of people don't realize about sexuality that are maybe, like, heterosexual, is that it's not something that you can ignore. Yeah. It's like, I, I could go on my whole life, like, loving you and pretend, and pretending that I'm not gay, um, cause it was working for me pretty well for, you know, a few years, but it gets to the point, it almost like it builds and builds and builds and it gets to the point where you just can't do it anymore. A lot of people can't. Exactly. And like you could, you can be okay with doing it now, but yeah. what if you are 50 and you realize that mm-hmm. you, um, still love this person, but maybe you mm-hmm. wish that you had followed that. I also will say like somebody can be your, your person yes. and your best friend yeah. without being your partner. Your romantic partner. I 100% yeah. agree. Yeah, I 100% agree. And also, speaking of what Sean just said, then maybe you're taking up more of their time. Yeah. You know? 
because you want you clearly really care for this person you want them to have a happy authentic life and a happy authentic uh, marriage so if that's not in the cards for you i think you're actually doing them a disservice as well by you know holding on to something that you maybe deep down know is not right yeah for you yeah or maybe it is maybe that's it is for you to decide yeah yeah Jeez, those were some well, deep you ones. You, yeah, <laughs> you well, you asked, and we said some words. Yeah, you got the answer you were <laughs> looking for, but you sure got it. <laughs> I love, I, I love how, I love this about our podcast in general. But I love how basically what just happened is we didn't give anyone any actual clear answer of what they should do or resolve. It was basically just a couple of friends hanging out with another anonymous friend trying to talk through their problems together, and yeah. that's basically and before we got our to podcast. a solution, we left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of went around the room for you know an hour and. Uh, didn't really. I looking back, I don't think there was any real clear. But <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, the DMs are going to be flooding in after this episode, hoping for that. Everybody just advice. starts deleting their messages. <laughs> They're like, "Don't even bother trying." Don't even. It's not worth it. <laughs> oh my gosh, but you know what? I do find that though. A lot of times, people when they're talking with their friends about what's going on in their life. You don't actually even want a real answer. Oh, here's the thing. I already yeah. have the answer in my head. Yes. I just need to bounce it off people before I do it. Exactly. <laughs> Same. So I mean, hopefully that was helpful in some way to all of you or maybe everyone else listening who relate to some of those questions. As mentioned, um, every 10th episode, but on the five. <laughs> so like 85, or we're already past that, 95, 105, 3,225. <laughs> We will be doing an advice episode, so keep those DMs coming over on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Also, if you love listening to us, we would love if you screenshotted where you're listening or, you know, took a picture, whatever it may be, and post it on social media and tag us at I Can Explain Podcast and on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. We love resharing those. Uh, we really appreciate it because word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. So if you spread us on social media, it's amazing. You can also tell your friends and family. Make sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the gayborhood. These poor bastards. <laughs> <laughs>